Hello, good afternoon or morning or evening or whenever anyone's listening to this and welcome to the second episode of the Couples Develop. And I am Bridget and the sun is shining. I had a cinnamon roll today and it's a good day. How about you, Justin? Yes, uh, no cinnamon roll on, on my end. I had a peanut butter jelly sandwich to start out the day. But uh, I know last week we talked about if we liked it, we're going to do another one, and we're back. We're back. We liked it. We came to an, a conclusion. It's like the, uh, I don't think I share with you, Bridget, tonight ESPN is airing a Chicago Bulls documentary, and when Michael Jordan Ooh. unretired from baseball, he just said the words, I'm back. And, well, I guess we never retired, but we're back. <laughs> Same thing. Very similar. Very similar to Michael Jordan. Good comparison for sure. Well, yes, we both were back. We liked it. Back for episode two and ongoing. So it'll be a fun time. Um, I know uh, I was I feel like I've been really it's been helpful for me to focus in on kind of a word um, or a couple words to describe my um, day or week or something I'm hopeful for the week ahead. So Um, That's been a practice I've been into that I know I mentioned to you, Justin, and I decided that this past week was one of hope and intentionality, and I hope that that continues into next week. How about you? I I like it. I mean, using a a word to describe the week, hope and intentional, I love it. Uh, I would say mine's been reflective. I would say that this during this whole COVID-19, I would use the word reflective. I haven't really been reading uh, typical books that I would be under normal times. So I will admit that my journal is getting filled up. And I'm also hoping that life gets back to normal here because I think I might run out of thoughts soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think you could ever run out of thoughts. But I agree. It's kind of, yeah, it's a lot of time for self and couple reflection, which is always good and can impact positively your current and future self. So Time to not, you won't run out of thoughts. It's just time to get a new notebook. <laughs> well said, dear. Well, I know, Bridget, uh, you, there was a question we talked about answering right here was, um, how, do, how do you feel that COVID-19 will impact couples during this time? Or, or what, do you, what do you see and how people, what they can do to be keeping their relationship fun? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely been an interesting question. Um, I feel like there can be so much like talk or just ideas about it. I guess for me personally, I see couples just like with any challenging or new situation in life, couples are faced with an opportunity and they have a choice to either allow these current circumstances to control their relationships and their moods, or they can focus on taking control of what they can and allow it to be an opportunity. Um, that's how I would think I mean I think that like it's definitely a new time that's going to add you know additional um stressors and um you know just burdens and things like that that of course are out of people's control so I mean there's new kind of obstacles to overcome I suppose but just like with anything to um you know focus on controlling what you can control and just Let it be after that, I think, is kind of my idea with how it will impact couples. Is it's kind of up to them. 
So are there specific things you think that uh, people could be doing to increase the chances of them, you know, growing apart together during this time rather than apart? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I definitely think there are things. I think it comes down to also just knowing your relationship and knowing um, what you need or want during this time. So I know like uh, you and I, for example, Justin, it's been I'm glad that we've communicated just kind of, um, you know, our own time for you know still continuing dates and using this time for self reflection and things like that. So just for call, I I would encourage couples to just communicate on that piece to um, let each other know what they want to get out of this time um, or what kind of like um, modifying maybe different like rituals. Um, like for example, if um, you're used to like a, a weekly date or something like that, you know it. Are you used to going out to a restaurant? Like could, if you're living together, you know, is, is that an opportunity to make something together? Um, if you're living apart, is that an opportunity to go on a walk? Is that an opportunity to have dinner over FaceTime together? Just kind of communicating on how different rituals in your relationship, like um, time together and like dates might look different to just communicate on that. You know, I really like the date we went on this week, Bridget, where, uh, we re or I personally revisit my childhood that we went on a park or a walk at a park and I never have ever been on a teeter totter before in my life. And we found a teeter totter and we actually spent probably a good 20 minutes just going up and down and talking. And that was actually yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> well, and like, that's a perfect example. Like that is like under normal circumstances would we have gone to a park and thought hey this is a teeter-totter this looks fun like probably not so to just make the most out of it and then yeah that kind of like turned into a whole conversation about different playgrounds and what our favorite memories were and things like that so well and even that I mean uh, we were at the park was right next to a golf course and since golf courses were closed I mean we couldn't help it I mean we were the the greens was right next to the park and we it was too tempting yeah we we quick quickly hypothetically if we were professional golfers uh did putt i made mine bridget's rimmed out a little bit then it fell back that was (laughs) it's it's in the eye of the beholder how those golf balls went i like to think that i made a hole in one justin seems to think it went um in the water up to viewer um up to interpretation. So we're not suggesting to tra- trespass on, on private or public property, but we are suggesting to be creative with with, <laughs> that... with what the circumstances have allowed to and, and, yes. and what even, you know, keeping an open mind like a kid, right? That, uh, you know, there's adventure to be had during this time. And sometimes, or even as SpongeBob says, you just need to use your imagination. <laughs> that is so true. I think too, just kind of like, that you're spending so much time together so to make your time together or you know whether you're spending time actually together or just perhaps have more time on your hands to um you know facetime or talk on the phone or whatever you do um and to just ask new questions like i know like my family and i we've had such a blast um having like campfires um at nights after dinner and we like we'll start up a game of like would you rather or something so just interesting ways to ask um people you have relationship with your partner um just new fun questions and maybe even create a game out of it like you wouldn't otherwise 
keep things fun and creative. That I guess it's it's only wrong or if things are dumb if they're not fun or if you think that uh, they're immature or whatever. But I know even for us, we've started a uh, a new date, a daily date, uh, born out of the coronavirus. What want to talk about that? Yeah, no, that's um, yeah, that's definitely a new ritual you could say that um, you and I have kind of instilled. Um, yeah, so we were chatting about um, the importance of affirmations and. Um, yeah, just how those can really impact how you view view yourself, get you prepared for the day, things like that. And um, Justin was talking and was wondering if we wanted to start off our days, um, just giving each other a quick call in the morning, like 10 minutes or so. And just um, beforehand, um, we on our own, just writing down some affirmations that will be particularly, we think will be particularly helpful for us during that day um, and saying them to one another. And like I said, 10 minutes just before the start of, um, the work day and gets your day off to a positive start. I've personally really loved it. Well, what I liked about the idea of what we're experimenting with here is, uh, and, and to be clear, for those that maybe have never done the affirmations before or whatever, generally it's a statement that you write, you say out loud to yourself that you want to believe about yourself or that you know that you are either in possession or you act the way that you want to be. Uh, maybe before you're already there yet. So um, I'll mm-hmm. use a SpongeBob example here that unfortunately in, in an episode, SpongeBob and Patrick had bad breath and they thought that they were ugly and that they stink. <laughs> so their affirmation, unfortunately, was that we're ugly and we stink. Now, obviously, that's not the best way to think about yourself, but using it as a positive way of, you know, I, I am intelligent, I am smart, I am a hard worker, I'm doing everything I can uh, to better the world. It's something positive about yourself that generally the idea came from what's something that we can do together as a team to where we, one, we're both invested in each other's success and it's a pick-me-up in a way that, you know, we're seeing it about ourselves that, you know, this is an ideal way that we act or conduct ourselves that we're not saying you make my life so happy or, or you make me laugh or that we're reliant on each other. But it's coming yeah. from a place of mutual uh, people trying to strive to be the best that they can be with uh, with doing it with your partner. And and I think that creates team building and, and could maybe be an activity that brings people closer together. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better. And yeah, just to, I think too, it also helps to, from a personal standpoint, it helps to, like we said, we both on our own will write out things that, you know, like things like, um, you know, I'm, I have value. My work and time are valuable. I, um, will control today what I will control and I'll, um, you know, leave the rest alone. Just things like that, that, we're really focused on our day from a personal standpoint. I feel like affirming that to yourself in the morning and to affirm it to someone who loves and cares about you um, gives that thought more power and gives your day kind of that focus of, okay, my brain is, you know, thinking this way already. And it's the first way I'm starting my day and um, just doing that. And I think too, then from like a relationship standpoint, it of course um, is team built. It is a team building exercise. And um, like um, there's a, 
a therapist who, um, his name is Dr. John Gottman. I think I mentioned him last week, Um, but he likes to talk about couples building their love mats, which is just essentially getting to know your partner's life, um, their likes, their dislikes, what they have going on in that day. And I think that's um, doing that exercise in the morning has also kind of helped me think, okay, these are the things that are on Justin's mind this morning. And he can know these are the things that are on my mind and kind of gives us um, an end to each other's lives and allows us to grow our love maps as well. Ooh, a map. Christopher Columbus, but I couldn't, didn't come up with those or find yeah. the love map area. Yeah. He did not discover the love map. That is for sure. That was done at a later time. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think that's been a really fun um, exercise and definitely has taught me some more things about myself to make sure um, my beliefs are aligning with my actions. So I've seen positive results from that for sure. So, so Bridget, what would you say to couples that are, you know, living together, they're married, they maybe have one, one kid or two or three or four or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, most of the days probably before this were spent uh, either at work at an office, maybe the kids are at school or at daycare. And mm-hmm. now you get the, the Brady brunch, the whole family under one roof, 24 seven for the foreseeable future. <laughs> it's natural that tensions or annoyances could come up from this and I I know one survey uh, I was looking at said that oh 15% of couples thinks COVID-19 this was in California will bring couples together I was like geez 85% then think it's going to tear them apart and they were just kind of talking about how, you know, before maybe there's only a couple dishes to clean and now every day there's lots of things to do from a house cleaning standpoint or whatever. Just mm-hmm. how, as a family, uh, what, what are some, are there any tips or things that, you know, people or families can prioritize here as again, with the premise of, you know, obviously our circumstances have changed and certain things are inevitable that people just naturally get on each other's nerves or uh, that things are different that again from a family standpoint what could families be doing here to bring them closer together and come out stronger than they were coming into it yeah yeah I mean I definitely think you know more people more opportunities and challenges I suppose um but yeah I think the I've I would I would say that the importance routines are really important. Um, So, you know, if you have kids in the house, I know um, adding homeschooling to your endless list of to-do items is not exactly um, the most fun thought. Um, But yeah, to kind of, you know, just chat with your kids about what are expectations and, um, you know, is there, can you kind of simulate a school day as best as you can um, between if it's uh, two parents in the household, you know, as is one person's work hours a little more flexible where perhaps they could, um, depending on the kids' ages, of course, um, kind of help them complete some projects, some school work and projects, or at least just kind of be present to encourage them to stay on task, you know, and can they kind of switch off where one person um, has maybe like the morning duties and the maybe and another, another person has the afternoon duties um, and just kind of seeing how that works out. Um, yeah, so I would say routines, just as far as schoolwork, chores, things like that. Um, and then also in the routine, there shall also be um, playtime and just fun together family times and whatever that is that you all like to do together, whether it's 
watching TV or a movie or um, helping cook dinner together, helping clean up um, campfires, family, um, family game nights, um, things like that. Making sure you can simulate um, per, a normal work or school day as best as you can, but also recognize that these are unique times and to not, you know, put too much stress on yourself and remember the importance of play and rest and um, the opportunity that this provides for families to get closer together. But I think that having a routine so that the productive things still get done as far as work, school and chores, um, but still allowing that time for play to keep things in a good balance. So do you think, can couples over communicate during this time? It, what I mean because, by that is, mm-hmm. is, uh, is, is more communication or less communication better during a time like this? My personal opinion is definitely more. I think I can imagine, um, you know, knowing your partner and knowing um, your relationship to know, um, yeah, what they're, I guess, yeah, I guess not to over communicate something to the point of like, yes, like you've said this before and create an annoyance. And I guess, I guess, but I would definitely say if you have to choose over communicate for sure. Um, just in regard to like expectations or things that need to get done, making sure everyone's on the same page and just admitting and kind of normalizing those weird, um, kind of off feelings. I think we're all feeling these days, those feelings of uncertainty, um, sadness, whether it's your kids, your partner, whoever, to just openly have discussions about those things and not feel like you have to bottle them up and act like everything's okay, but to just kind of normalize like, oh, today's kind of a weird day. Today's a hard day. And to just say it, name it, gives it less power. And then um, you're not keeping things inside. So does that kind of, is that kind of what you were asking, Justin? Yeah. And you know, what comes to mind here, like with, from I'll tie in a little bit about my business life here that, you know, every day we have a team meeting uh, from regarding our clients that, okay, every day at this time, regardless of what's going on, we're going to talk about boom, 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 and boom, that these are the big topics that are going to change every day that we need to make sure we're all on the same page on that, you know, as I'm talking out loud here that, um, for certain things around the house, it, it may not be a bad idea from, uh, to, to keep communication lines open and to make sure that one partner is not uh, secretly resentful or stressed, overly stressed sure. about what's been yeah. going on yeah. of just taking, you know, these calls I'm talking about with our, with our business are, are five minutes, seven minutes in length. It's not like it's, oh, now we got to schedule this big thing for that. It's a quick little thing, but it keeps everybody on the same page that I think during a time like this, uh, especially families that are now part university, part uh, having to yeah. earn income, part having yeah. to be fun, that just having a, a daily check-in on these things of how are we feeling, how are we doing, like from a uh, partner-to-partner standpoint, I mean, you can maybe involve the kids too if you want, uh, maybe on fun things, but I just look at it as, uh, again, from a business standpoint that uh, the the husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend are the CEOs during a time mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And it's their job to get the household, aka their family, uh, through this time as successfully as possible. And to, to do that, obviously, there's uh, reality needs to be faced that, you know, there's going to be certain challenges that come with it. But I'm assuming that 
you know, more communication on all areas involving the family will be better than the no communication or limited. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think, yeah, just like that piece of like, yeah, I, I loved what you said. Just like it, it doesn't have to be this huge, long, massive, okay, you know, team family meeting. It can just be like, this is important to just take five to 10 minutes every day to touch base and make sure everyone's on the same um, wavelength, just to make sure that things get accomplished in the way that they should. Um, and I think too, like from um, I, I'm in school currently. And so um, all of my classes have moved to online. And I remember one of the first communications we received um, about that was that um, my cr- program director um, emailed all of our professors and just said, um, you know, just keep in mind that we're, this isn't like a, like our specialty, like, we, like some schools are solely online and they do that really well and, you know, have been for years, but like our program is switching to online in 24 hours. <laughs> so like, to not put so much pressure on yourself that um, you know everything has to be perfect, and you're you know suddenly a homeschool teacher, um, for example. Um, to just be kind to yourself and to just know that you're doing the best that you can, and it's a lot to juggle work and school um, and chores and everything like that all in one day and all in one household with limited ability to leave. Um, so yeah, just communication is key and definitely over communicating um, much better than less. Well, even this is where that teeter totter comes, come, example comes in Bridget, right? That, yeah. that we're one thing I like about what we're doing is that we're trying to keep it fun. We know this is a yeah. serious time in, in human history. And if, if we let it, everything could become, I, I know it, it's great to have a routine, but it's also good to be spontaneous just in terms of keeping things light that I know sure. that your, that your boy, John Gottman loves <laughs> talking about, uh, Oh, why don't you find a fun way and how, how sexy you can write out what the electric bill was for this. Make Ooh, it fun. It yeah. 72, $34 and whatever. But I, I think, when when talking about oh communicate that it sounds very rigid it sounds very structured and there's no fun there that it's finding fun within something like that that accomplishes objectives right yeah yeah a hundred percent yeah and I think just that idea of you know making things fun and you know when things get stressful um that's that's okay and that happens and to not let it um you know, ruin things to just, you know, get back on track and um, make a joke, make things light. Um, Of course, things need to be um, sometimes, you know, hard things need to be talked about. But yeah, I definitely think the balance piece is key and just think keeping things as fun as possible. So whether that's writing out the electric bill or watching a funny movie together, I'm all for it. Doing the laundry. (laughs) Doing the laundry. (laughs) Whatever does it for you. Well, even when you said when things get stressful, I mean, it kind of, I know we talked about hidden expectations last week that I look at it as it's not a matter of if, it's when it's stressful, that we're naturally going to, there's naturally going to be conflict, there's naturally going to be things that come up. So I guess, again, the expectations shouldn't be that, oh, uh, stress is bad or that oh my gosh this is happening yeah. that um, it's when it happens and that there's kind of a little bit of a game plan there that when it happens that both the uh, CEOs are on page for how they're going to go about it yeah yeah 
I guess whether or not I just thought of this for the first time. I guess whether or not you like it, if you're in a relationship, you're a CEO in a way. CEO yeah. of your relationship, co-CEO. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good way. It's a good way to put it. You know, two people, two people working together to create the best relationship they can. Yeah, do everything they can for the team. That's I like that a lot, babe. That's good. Did John? Did John G. put that in his book or? Can, uh, I, can I get some credit? And if, yeah, if that was the, all if you. That, if that, that idea was... ever catches on, we're copywriting that right now. Copyright <laughs> Justin Pogo, April nineteenth. Relationship CEO, co-relationship CEO. I like it. I like it. All right, listener questions. Uh, do you want to ask them, Bridget? Yeah, sure. I can. We got some good ones this time. Um, and we did last time. They're always good. But okay. So no, this week's are better. <laughs> okay. Well, that is definitely not what I meant, but take it how you would like. <laughs> okay. So we have a question from Tom and Sarah. Um, so Tom said, my girlfriend and I are very compatible. However, when we fight, we have difficulty resolving arguments because we fight very differently. I like to talk out problems and she likes to be distant and not talk about it and says, eventually, in quotes, she'll be ready to talk again. Is this a sign of a bad relationship? Hmm. That's for the therapist. That's good. I, that's <laughs> for both of us. We can <laughs> share our thoughts. Um, I think that, I mean, first of all, his final question of, is this a sign of a bad relationship? Absolutely not. Um, I think couples, um, just from studying them, I think that argument and conflict are one of the bigger kind of obstacles to overcome. Um, So having two different argumentative styles, I will say, or conflict styles, um, I think is quite common. And I think the key is to just compromise and come together on a solution. Like, um, I know it can be hard especially in the heat of an argument uh like if tom is you know like he's saying he really wants to talk out it out right away and get his feelings out and um sarah likes to take more time to just kind of reflect and think on her own um and then come back and talk about it um so i think just to compromise and ask each other what that would look like just you know tom asking sarah um how how can we make this work you know is is there is 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 it possible for us to maybe address the conflict and just kind of share our thoughts or is that unhealthy? Is it okay to kind of have a conflict and have them both say, okay, let's take five minutes, an hour, whatever it is, step away, think on our own and then come together um, and just find what's going to be effective. So you two can come together on this. What do you think, Justin? Yeah. I mean, I'm curious to if, if uh, they themselves have had the conversation or they that have identified that one of them likes to talk it out right away and one of them likes to uh, wait a while because if they haven't, well, then that's kind of, I would assuming, have hidden uh, resentment build up there that because I can imagine if one person wants to talk it out now and another person wants to wait, um, that there may just be some disconnect there that probably some communication would would help with and then the other thought that comes to mind is you know again like what are the expectations that fights obviously happen all the time that fights are common fights are not out of the ordinary and 
knowing that someone likes to do a certain thing that um, for the some for the person who doesn't want to talk about it right away and, and wants to think about it, my only hope is that they're not thinking like, oh, my partner's not making the effort to uh, talk to me about this. Normally he does. Now I'm going to hold resentment that he doesn't care that mm-hmm. that yeah. in a way that you're not whatever you agree to of that when things come up that then you don't have a hidden agenda like, oh, uh, we said we were going to talk about this, but then you didn't. Oh, you not care about me or how come you can't mm-hmm. read my mind? How come you don't? Um, so I, I, I think there is an opportunity there to talk about and just make sure that, again, both people have each other's best interests at heart that that's ultimately at the end of the day, what matters, right? That people mm-hmm. are trying to get through the situation, seeing both sides of each other's opinions and they want to come to um, a, a mutual understanding of one another from a place of looking at each other in a positive light rather than thinking I win, you lose. Right. Right. And I think that, yeah, that's, I completely agree. I think that like oftentimes people can be, you know, not under, not, it can be difficult to see arguments, especially from the other person's point of view. So yeah, that can definitely to just as best as we can to view a relationship as, okay, this person I am in relationship with my partner, they have my best interests in mind and they having just going at it with the expectation of they are not trying to hurt me. They are not trying to communicate that they don't love me, all those things. So to just kind of throw those ideas out the window and then come at it from more of a neutral stance of, Hmm, this seems to be what, how Tom's arguing. This is how I like to argue. How can we better understand each other and are in have conflict in a way that's productive for both of us. Well, yeah. So like even, so let's just say in our own relationship, Bridget, that uh, we had a disagreement on which type of donut was the best. Okay. And And we did have this disagreement. It got heated. I mean, the donut got ripped up and we both threw pieces at each other. It got really. (laughs) Um, And if I wanted to talk about it right away and you didn't, uh, my hope is that we would talk about one that the next time this happens, if we kind of got the idea of, you know, if you shared that with me, oh, that you, in this hypothetical, oh, mm-hmm. you would rather postpone it and I would prefer right away. And so then if another, if the next time we got into an argument had to do with cake, that um, if I were then to lay off and not want to resolve it right away, not that you would be thinking, how come he's not trying to fix this? How come he's not right. trying to, um, he always says that he's not like me enough. How come like that? Yeah. They keep in the communication lines open for those types of possibilities. I think conversations could be had beforehand of just realistically understanding of, of how having an agreement ahead of time of really how you would prefer to go about it and having the self-awareness to say, Hey, remember what we talked about? Why don't we try about going it that way and try it out? Right. Right. Yeah. And to just, yeah. And to take the emotion kind of out of the uh, conflict styles. Cause yeah, I can see how like, yeah, like if in that donut situation, if um, you know, you want to talk about it right away. And to me, I was thinking, um, Oh, that sounds, you know, uh, harsh. I'm, my emotions are, um, 
so raw right now. I want time to like think about it. And then perhaps like if I wanted to wait to talk about it, that could be viewed as, um, oh, she's avoiding conflict. Um, so to take those emotions out of it and just think like, hey, this is a conflict we have to address. How are we going to be able to do that in a productive way that satisfies both people so that we can enjoy the donut and the cake and whatever treat we are enjoying so at the end of the at the end of the day his question is a sign of bad relationship what the official answer is no 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 compromise compromise and communication in a fun way in a very humorous and goofy way (laughs) always good all right. And then we had one other listener question that I will read. Um, this is from Rebecca and Brandon. And Rebecca says, my boyfriend doesn't do the laundry right. He rolls socks rather than folds one sock over the other. It makes no sense and really frustrates me. Why can't he just do it the right way? It's a tough one. Boy. That's deep. Um, yeah, I think kind of similar, um, just with the com- compromise piece, I would say, um, I think it's off, it's easy in relationships to, um, you know, it's two people coming together, like we said last week with their own set of, um, quirks and likes and dislikes and ways of doing things and opinions on life. Um, and so the more and more you're in relationship with someone, the more and more you get to know those things. Um, and so I think it's oftentimes we, are very, um, I had a professor once who liked to say, who liked to say everyone is the star of their own show. So sometimes we can be very self-focused and thinking like, oh, my way is the right way, or I don't understand why someone doesn't have the same opinion as me or blah, blah, blah. Um, And to just know that when two people are coming together, of course, there's going to be disagreements and differences in ways of doing things. So um, to maybe take a step back and think like, oh, this is the way I like to fold socks. Maybe Brandon likes to fold socks in a different way and that's okay. We're just going to each fold our own socks, you know? Well said. I mean, when I look at this email, I just look at it as, okay, uh, see who asked this, Rebecca. Rebecca, why are you dating Brandon to begin with? That my guess is (laughs) in the dating profile or when when you met in person, uh, it wasn't his pickup line of his laundry skills that probably attracted you to him that my guess is there's something about each of you you like more than what the laundry skills are most likely whether it's your values or how he makes you each other feel that at at the end of the day right we're two separate people and I imagine there's always going to be some sort of um, nuance that one person does it differently. I mean, what if Brandon did it as a nice thing for Rebecca of doing the yeah. laundry? Yeah. That I would say that there's probably a lot of relationship issues out there that of all the ones to be concerned about or to, to get worried or nervous about. Um, my guess is this isn't the first question that uh, Brandon or Rebecca have thought about. very 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 true very true and I know that seemingly little things like this can definitely add up so um much better to just kind of uh open be open about it and communicate and find a way to compromise you know either um each fold their own socks or um, whatever else and just kind of see what perhaps the deeper root issue is um because of course just talking about things openly is so much better than 
having built up resentment in a relationship. I know that can create more distance than um, a conflict or um, a disagreement ever will. You know, what comes to mind with this question, Bridget, is actually the scene from, uh, for those who have seen it, uh, remember the Titans, that <laughs> they're on defense, and one of the guys saying, strong side, no, weak side, strong side, weak side, and Rebecca and Brandon are saying, roll the socks, <laughs> fold the socks, roll the socks, fold them, so... That is <laughs> that is a great visual for that argument for sure. So hopefully, and speaking of which, Bridget, I mean, you got to give a plug. That I mean, what's your favorite movie or one of the top favorite movies right here? One of the top is definitely Remember the Titans. And if you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing right now and do it. It's this quarantine is the perfect time to catch up on one of the best movies of all time that you're clearly missing. Hey, what isn't isn't Ryan Gosling on the team? He is. They. It's a star cast. The only person I'm currently remembering is Ryan Gosling, but he's great. And there's some other great actors in that movie as well. So would highly recommend. And you loved it, Justin, when we watched it together, didn't you? Well, the dance was pretty funny. When I, I, I'm a big football fan, and ironically, I've hardly ever watched any football movies in my life that are uh, made, but. I coach Special Olympics, and the heading into our playoff series, I actually had our Special Olympic athletes. We walked in and took the court doing the um, the dance that was in the movie. And although we lost, I will say it was it was fun and, and neat to see. Exactly, exactly. It brought fun and excitement. All right. Any books, recommendations, or podcast suggestions you have for us today, Bridget? Um, yeah, I, I guess one that is currently on my mind, I would say that Brene Brown, um, one of my favorite people of all time, so you'll probably hear her quoted from me a lot, um, but she just had a new um, podcast that just began in March, and it's called Unlocking Us. It's available on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, I know for sure. Um, but yeah, she just brings on different guests and she's really fun and relatable and talks about relationship type questions in a really fun, relatable way. So I would definitely recommend if you're interested in that kind of stuff to check her out. How about oh, you, Justin? Cool. Yeah, I actually, uh, this is a book that I've had on my radar for a while due to what's going on. I can't get it shipped to me, but it was a uh, diary uh, written during the Great Depression uh, I I actually thought got the idea. Hey Justin, you can buy it over Kindle and read it right now. Mm-hmm. So last night I bought it and have been reading it, and it has actually I had high expectations going into it, and it has over delivered. So for those of you okay. who like business, um, just given the uniqueness of what's going on in the world right now, I actually think reading the book at this particular time, uh, more things will stick out to you in a unique way than if you just read it during uh, any normal time of, of, your, of our lives. So I'd strongly recommend it. It's five bucks on Amazon. Uh, I think it's called Great Depression, A Diary. And I think Ross is the last name. I could be wrong, but cool. I like it. Very cool. And yeah, what a cool time to, to read that and kind of compare um, situations. Very cool. Correct. Well, uh, Bridget, any closing comments? I got none. Talked out. How about you? Talked out? Well, 
aren't we going to be having another date after this? I hope you still have thoughts. Well, yes. Well, like you were saying previously, you can't run out of thoughts. You just have to get a new, a new notebook. I'll just have to do like the brain version of that. Sounds good. Well, that's what we had here for podcast number two. I'm sure we had a good time again doing it. We'll do it. We'll probably see you guys again next week. I've, or wait, we'll wait for you. I think, yeah, we will, we will virtually see you, sort of. But yes, always fun, and we will be back. Take care, guys. All right, bye-bye.